Forspoken Gameplay now has hands-on previews. There are Forspoken hands-on previews in the wild, breaking down all the latest Forspoken Gameplay details for you. I'm going to end the previous stream that was about Bonnie Ross leaving 343 and Halo Infinite. It should bring those people over. If you want to go watch that VOD, check it out. If you like my streams, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. I try to put all of the uh, information right here at the beginning of the stream so you don't have to go searching for it in the form of an update and that way the longer stream where we discuss everything comes after the fact this is a reforge update Forspoken previews are in and they are mixed many people coming over the latest glimpses at Forspoken gameplay journalists were given a slice of the game to try out and their feedback is a bit all over the place even though there is some consensus on a handful of things I was talking about the combat the world and traversal the story and the character how are they weighing all these things also check out my reaction channel I react to one of the articles about this one and always remember to check out reforge gaming where I stream live so combat I got three different you know previews talking about the combat gamesradar.com said the combat in Forspoken feels like the zenith of what Zelda fans could achieve in Breath of the Wild so you're going to notice in a lot of these previews they're making comparisons to Breath of the Wild Devil May Cry Final Fantasy now the Final Fantasy comparisons make sense because the developer built Final Fantasy 15 but many people drawing those comparisons this one saying hey the, the combat feels great IGN said that Forspoken surprised me with this focus on combat roaming bosses to challenge and a map filled with objectives to complete and Eurogamer.net said when it comes to combat Forspoken is bewilderingly broad boasting some 100 abilities for you to mix and match a fact that promises some serious variety when it comes to creating builds the general consensus from all the previews I read, even the one that's scathing, I'm saving that for a Reforge reaction, but even the one that was pretty scathing and, and negative said that combat's very fun. The one negative that started to come out about combat is that it did get a little redundant and repetitious, but one reviewer said that was because they didn't really know where their abilities came from. They were sort of given a very strong character out of the gate, so parkour is another part of the game that gets significant feedback uh, and addressing that they say that it's tied to combat in a way that's good but that can lead to the traversal not being so good which is surprising because traversal is one of the cooler looking aspects of the game gamesradar.com said unfortunately that makes parkour pretty disappointing when you're not in a fight so they said listen it enhances combat but it's kind of disappointing when you're not in a fight Forspoken's open world is large and offers plenty of verticality but there's very little skill involved when it comes to traversing the enormous space closer to a sprint button than anything else magical parkour looks cool but it didn't offer any of the skill based traversal I was hoping for even later on it looks as though climbing the steepest cliffs will simply be a test of stamina coupled with a series of fumblingly persistent jumps more akin to Skyrim than Dying Light or Mirror's Edge that doesn't bode well and there was a couple of times I thought that the traversal looked weird and redundant but still looked fun and this preview unfortunately confirming that sometimes the traversal can be a little bit unenjoyable 
IGN says the parkour abilities aren't just limited to combat, you can also very quickly get around the map with the standard zipline ability, which makes things like climbing up the face of a mountain much easier, or getting to the next point of interest a bit more fun than just walking there. IGN's review was largely positive. The only thing they brought about was the, the character's voice lines, which I'll get to in a minute, but largely... IGN had nothing but good things to say. It's not unusual for them. Some some titles they tend to overpraise and some titles they tend to be overly critical of. Probably depends on who the developer and the publisher is. Eurogamer.net says, If there's one concern, it's that for all the depth the Magical Parkour offers in tandem with the breadth of the combat options, it's lacking somewhat when it comes to impact. There's a floatiness and a slight lack of feedback with the combat as it stands, something which Forspoken also has in common with Final Fantasy XV, and something that extends to the traversal, which can sometimes feel a touch too frictionless. So another person saying that the combat and the traversal and the parkour have sort of a not great feeling to them now it's hard to judge the story since it was a vertical slice but there was consensus that some of the voice and the voice lines is annoying her attitude the way she talks and her demeanor many people didn't appreciate it multiple previews talked about how she's consistently swearing and dropping f-bombs after she like destroys enemies and they found it to be not very winsome and good it's not that they don't like swearing it's that it comes off kind of silly like whenever you played through the opening of Outriders I said it felt like somebody like a 13 year old watched a Quentin Tarantino movie and was like hey swearing's cool and they put a bunch of swearing there's fear that the character and the narrative and the voice lines will actually hurt the game even though they're saying there are positive things there seems to be a concern that the central character will make this game not very received well okay the game is beautiful combat and traversal is described as fun albeit a little bit repetitive but the main character seems to be working against the game being enjoyable and i will do that reaction to the very negative article over on the reforge reacts channel so what'd you think of this flyover of the previews is it concerning let me know in the comments below always feel free to check out reforge gaming where i stream live and i'll see you in the next video so what do you think? I, I, I'm saving the scathing one for a uh, <laughs> a review, uh, a reaction today. Uh, I did not watch Skillup's impression. We are going to react to his video, I think, but we want to give videos 72 hours before we react to them. We think that's fair. We don't want to basically... It, it just feels kind of scummy to grab someone's video the day after it launches and react to it. I'm not throwing shade at anybody who does that, but our practice is going to be to give a video 72 hours. So if anything, we can help the video. After 72 hours, we can't hurt it. We could potentially honestly help it. Even with our small size, you can kind of rejuvenate a video's relevancy in the algorithm after 72 hours. So we don't want to jump too early on that one. But we do want to react to um, we do want to react to it. Uh, it's not UE5. Yeah, it's not UE5. Yeah, it's not Unreal 5. I made that mistake uh, myself in my coverage uh, previously. Member gang, stand up. Lurker, stand up. Yes, could we get 100 likes on the video? If you're lurking or listening and my redirect pulls you over here, remember, this is a new video, so make sure you are on live chat. Uh, make sure that you are in, uh, in the like funnel. Make sure you're smashing that like button. It does help us out. Love the shirt. I did not update the shirt command. This is a Zeppelin shirt from the music collection over there. Uh, over there at uh, 
do they have an 80s music they do they have an 80s music uh they have a category called 80s music um this is uh this is from that collection so let me fix that lead zeppelin and then we gotta fix the link it'll take you to the music command there we go be sure to use code lono over at 80stees.com anytime you're over there and thank you so much guys for the support in the first stream let's have a strong second stream do these previews cause you concern are you like man is it is are these previews affecting your view of the game in a positive or a negative way it does seem to center around the fact that this game's got good parts this game's got good things about it but dadgummit there are there are things about it that are really annoying um that seems to be one of the consensus one of the general pieces of consensus around the game is good game fun game but there's some annoying stuff in here from skill ups impressions the cuff is annoying af apparently the main character is annoying too I read through a handful of reviews and watched Skillup's videos as Barrier. I'm really surprised no one talked about the UI or the awful fisheye. I was looking for some reviewer insight on that. I don't think they want to focus on that in the general slice. Maybe they were asked to not talk about that because maybe that's under review. And they're like, please don't make that a focal point of your video. Like, you know what I'm saying? They don't necessarily tell people what not to talk about, but they probably said, hey, you know, we, we, don't, we don't really want that to be a focal point in these reviews because we're changing that. The annoyances are personal preferences? I don't think so. I don't think so. I I think there is a there there is a level of critique and review that's not just a personal preference when you say when someone's going to have repeat lines over and over again, those repeat lines can't be super annoying. I actually talk about that in my reaction content. I never wanted Tiny Tina to be a playable character in Borderlands for that reason her repeating dialogue lines would make me like her character less it would start to be pretty grating you have to have the appropriate execution of voiceover lines if they're going to continue to be used over and over again and when multiple people say the same thing about the main character I don't think that's just personal preference right when multiple people talked about how the male voice actor in cyberpunk wasn't as good as the female voice actor that's not just personal preference that's a consensus i'm reading different outlets different viewpoints and they're all saying she's like the weakest part of the game she's like the one part that's tripping people up just wait till you see my reaction video it's it's scathing and even the people that are being more positive and lighthearted, even they're taking issue with her voice and her voice lines. You're not going to get that from a vertical slice? You're not going to get... There's voice lines in the vertical slice. What do you mean? Eurogamer says that you can customize the amount, the main character, and the cuff interaction with the accessibility menu. Oh, so you can turn it down? <laughs> We're going to turn the sound down on her and say rude things. You're playing the same area over and over. Of course, you're going to hear the same voice lines. I don't know if that's a... That's that's a weak pushback, but it's still a decent pushback. It's not very strong. It's not very strong. I, I don't know if voice lines are typically restricted to the area. They're normally a bank of lines that you can say, and then they say them, right? If they're only going to give you so many, wouldn't they have said... Hey, this is this we're, we, this is just for this area. There's way more, in, you know, involved here. 
chat disconnected please wait while we try to reconnect you they are doing something today with the live chat that's so weird they might be a, there might be a king but a dying king tiny tina's townsfolk and talking skull companion are annoying and they keep saying the same thing it's not a preference it's a fact look at uncharted that's how you handle humor in games this type of commentary is what has me a bit worried about high on life. It seems like it'll get annoying fast. Right, like the knife swearing and talking all kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could totally see there I could totally see elements of high on life getting annoying as well. Right. I don't I don't disagree with that. I yeah, I don't I don't disagree with that at all. I think commonly in games like this uh, there are there are difficulties to to make you know repeat lines and characters enjoyable you know I think that I think that can be tough because in general in general you're you're having to make a person say something over and over again I think that's a challenge in and of itself got my coffee in the mail this morning nicer wallaby that's very very fast maybe they've aged out of writing for a young person they're all over 50 years old so we got Gary Weida Todd Stashwick and Amy Hennig you know what's funny watch my reaction video this afternoon about this they zero in on that a couple of times would you really expect different voice lines coming from the same combat loop in the same area fighting the same enemies yes I would yes I would you can farm areas in Borderlands and they don't use the same lines. They don't. Think of that from a developmental standpoint, Eugene. Like, saying to an enemy like, you know, oh, critical be or, you know, get whatever you're going to say, get wrecked. You, you need the lines to be generic so they can be used broadly, not specific lines oh man, I totally wrecked that skeleton over there by that bush. That's not how repetitious audio works. The issue is not repetition, it's the delivery. Yeah, they didn't even talk about the repetition. A couple of them just talked about, does she really need to drop an F-bomb when she kills somebody? Some people talked about how uh, she, she feels like sarcastic and just like she doesn't care like they're trying to establish that she's like rough and rebellious and it just doesn't come off nobody's praising the writing or the voice acting nobody so you're zeroing in on the repetition let's forget the repetition for a moment because most of what I have read and heard is not the repetition it's that she's annoying she's not winsome she's not been written well she sounds like a, like a like a, a a trying to be hip and cool teenager the way it's been described is it sounds like an old person trying to write a young person like they're tr- they're trying to create this appeal through her character and it just comes off as cr- cringy which i hate that word thanks for the gifted yo if you guys got a gifted in the last membership or even when you weren't here we actually hit 1500 members the next goal being 1600 we can keep it going we have a ton of people here uh we will be playing my wife and i'll be playing general jousting this friday night she's gonna be very upset about that because we did hit 1500 the next big goal is 2000 members i think we could hit it i honestly think we could get over 400 gifteds throughout this week easy another state of play prepare to be disappointed prepare for me to not care what anti-sony fans say about a sony showcase or a sony state of play how old are these reviewers it applies that way too 
I mean, I don't know. I didn't go and look at the age of all the reviews that I read. Eugene, I'm telling you, I, sometimes I really do think like you overstretch because this is going to be a Sony exclusive for a while. Like you're being overly protective. If this was a Microsoft property, I, I feel like you'd be handling this conversation differently. You, I've got Eurogamer. I've got IGN. I've got Games Radar. I got The Gamer. They're all saying the same thing. She's annoying. Her voice lines don't sound very good. The writing sounds pretty poor. Alana Pierce said the same thing. What? What? There. All these people are just what subjective haters. It's personal preference. Okay, but that's a cop out, and you know it. You could say that about every negative review. It isn't personal preference when there's consensus, Eugene. So what? All of the negative reviews surrounding the voice actor for Cyberpunk? Do we shrug at that and say it's personal preference? Or do we say, it's a AAA studio known for The Witcher. This voice acting and writing is bad. Get the frick out of here. It's consensus. When that many people are all saying the same thing, you can't brush it to the side and say personal preference. You could say that about every review in existence. Every negative review. Ah, it's personal preference. Combat was slow, clunky, and boring. Ah, it's personal preference. It wasn't scary enough. Ah, it's personal preference. Bad writing, bad voice acting. Ah, it's personal preference. Every negative review could be shrugged at then. When there's consensus about a particular thing, I don't shrug that off as personal preference. I don't. When everybody told me that the voice actor in cyberpunk the female was better than the male and I picked the male and I was like oh my gosh I can see why everybody said this and when I've got people being given early access previews to Forspoken saying the same thing that everybody said from the trailers she doesn't sound like she's written well I'm seeing freaking dragons like that's the writing that's the voice acting here we come in the game and everyone's saying the same thing it's interesting that the b-roll that they were allowed to show did not include any of the annoying dialogue you think that they're already aware of that feedback and are working to tweak it yeah this is great feedback from barrier they weren't allowed to record their own footage they were given b-roll to use and miraculously the b-roll doesn't have any of the annoying dialogue Eurogamer, IGN, and other Western outlets like Western games which have annoying characters. Games Radar and The Gamer also said the same things. The Gamer was scathing. That's the one I'm reacting to later on my reaction channel. They 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 literally gave people a preview to, to, to talk about, but they didn't let them record and they gave them B-roll to use. And miraculously, the B-roll doesn't have the annoying dialogue in it. If she's annoying, then I'll probably never finish it. I don't know. I heard Forspoken is from the same guys that did Final Fantasy XV. It just seems like a weird game for them. You're taking my lack of concern over voice acting way deeper than it is. So if... A bunch of previews for Horizon Zero Dawn came out, Eugene, before the game came out, and all the previews were saying the voice actor's annoying and the writing is bad. That wouldn't be concerning. It's a game. The reason Zero Dawn worked 
is because the character and the dialogue were so good. Zero Dawn couldn't have survived with just good gameplay. You have to care about the character. You have to care about what's going on. I liked Aloy. I wanted to help her. I wanted to play as Aloy. They upped the ante with the facial animations and the dialogue and the story elements in Horizon Forbidden West. So yes, I think that it is deep. If your lead character is annoying... That's going to play a significant role in the game's reception, the reviews, and the completion percentages. The, 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 the review that I react to this afternoon was like, I, I, I struggled to come back and play. It, it, it's a preview. How long were you playing it? You can customize the amount of interaction between the main character and the cuff. I don't see the issue. So... <laughs> Our writing and voice acting is so bad, we let you turn it down. We let you lower the frequency. That's not concerning? You don't think that maybe, just maybe, they did that in response to what people said early on? They were like, this is really annoying. Uh, Okay, maybe we need to let people turn down the interval with which they speak. Do you know another game that did that? Do you remember the other game that did that? Had really, really questionable voice acting decisions and they let you turn it off. Biomutant. More than likely, they received negative feedback in early testing and they were like, we better let people turn this crap off. It doesn't bode well for your game if... One of the central pieces of a game is the voice acting. They reduced Aloy's monologuing? Reducing Aloy's monologuing is not the same as letting me turn it down or turn it off. Um, that Like, reducing Aloy's monologuing, that's not her being annoying. Some people don't like the stating of the obvious, especially with solving puzzles. That's more of like a logistical feedback, like, hey, can she shut up sometimes when I'm trying to solve a puzzle? That's not the same as, my gosh, she has an annoying voice and really annoying lines. To be fair, Hades does that. They're releasing this in January, aka The Dumping Grounds. Square Enix has more faith in Babylon's fall than this. Let that sink in. How many games have you played or not liked because of the voice acting or the writing? I thought you said gameplay was king. You can't rip gameplay as king out of context. You can't do that. Like, if Hellblade didn't have amazing voice acting, it wouldn't be my favorite game of all time because the gameplay wouldn't save it. Funny enough, you and I have debated Hellblade before. Like, you you can't take a game that's centered around a protagonist and have bad voice acting and be like, well, gameplay is king. I, I don't agree with that at all. What's up with the previews? They're all centering around the same thing, that combat's pretty fun, traversal's pretty fun. There are elements of combat and traversal that they said they felt were, were not that great, were tedious and not that fluid. Or felt floaty, and they said that the main character is annoying. 
Babylon's Fall is closing down. What happened? I thought they had one player. Yeah, I don't know why anybody would say they care more about Babylon's Fall. That game's dead. I can imagine that having an entire audience of gamers hating the main character of your unreleased game would be slightly alarming. Comparing Forspoken to Babylon's Fall is stupid when Babylon's Fall is getting closed down next February. Yeah, they're EOLing it. Why is your chat being so hard on this game? Why are you projecting? No one's being hard on the game. We're, we're talking about the importance of voice acting and writing in a game that centers around one character. I feel like I was trapped. You asked if we were concerned. I said no, it's personal preference. Need to see it for myself. And somehow, it's, issue, it's an issue of fact. Okay. I, d- I do think... At one level, it's personal preference, Eugene. But when this many outlets are saying the same thing, I'm not going to brush that off as it's personal preference. Because I was excited about this game. I think this game looks sick. But the more I've looked at it, and the more I've pulled back on the curtain, the more I'm like, there's something wrong here. Something's off. There, there, there's something beneath the surface here that, that is that is concerning and when Eurogamer IGN, Games Radar and The Gamer and Skill Up are all saying the same thing, I'm like I don't know man I, 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 am I going to be able to get behind a game where I, I'm annoyed by the main character Luminous Studios isn't very good says Wheezy my argument has always been that games need good gameplay, good story and good engagement interactivity three pillars and you argue that gameplay is king and everything serves that did I not sum that up well yeah because when you say that yeah see you are you're ripping out of context you didn't sum that up you said that who cares you basically essentially said who cares about the voice lines you said gameplay is king I said all is subservient to the content loop which is typically what I say I say all is subservient to the content loop and I'm usually when I'm saying that and giving that speech, I'm speaking about a live service game. But it also applies to single player games. All is subservient and serves the content loop. And if you have bad writing and an annoying character constantly talking during the content loop, you're not serving the gameplay very well. So yes, you can't turn my thing, my my principle on its head. These are pillars. That should be built in such a way that they support and serve the content loop. The content loop and gameplay are God. And all of these other things serve that God. And from what I'm hearing from everybody who's touched it, the main character, the writing and the voice acting, don't serve the content loop and the gameplay. They take away from it. So my axiom rings true. Gameplay and the content loop are God. I just searched the Eurogamer article. The word voice wasn't used once. Uh, They might not have zeroed on on the voice. Everybody else did. So maybe I've been incorrect in quoting them around uh, the, the voice. They might not have singled out the voice. But IGN, Games Radar, and The Gamer did, and so did Skill Up. You're not making a very strong point if you have to pedantically go find one article that doesn't mention voice. Your skirt is showing. Your slip is showing. Like, that's not strong argumentation, Eugene. Well, one of the articles you cited didn't mention the voice. Okay, everybody else did. 
that's like those commercials when they say 9 out of 10 dentists recommend this you're running to the one dentist like you can't run to the one article that didn't mention it In terms of conversations between Frey and the Cuff, the frequency that they talk to each other can be adjusted from the accessibility menu. Obviously, we put a lot of effort into that dialogue and the character building through the conversations that they have, so we really want people to pay attention to that and hope people enjoy it. But at the same time, we do understand that there's a need there is a need there depending on how you play the game. Some players may want to have slightly less voice to concentrate on the action at different points, so we're allowing you to do that if you want to. I'm trying to find out how much of an issue people said this was. The funny thing is, they all signal out different things. IGN talked about her swearing a lot. SkillUp talks about the cuff being really annoying. The Gamer talks about her being incredibly unlikable. And Games Radar, what did they say? Oh, frick. I can't remember what Games Radar said. They, I forget what Games Radar said. Games Radar said something about it, and I can't remember it now. That's the other thing, is if you want to brush it off as personal preference, they're all getting hung up by the voice acting and the writing for different reasons. The, they're not all saying the same thing. They're not all saying the same thing. Not everybody's harping on the swear words. Not everybody's harping on the writing. Not everybody's harping on her sounding annoying. They're not all saying the same thing. Oh no, not swear words. We got to get her out of here. But that's not a representation of the criticism, Omar. I said the same thing about the beginning of Outriders. We all agreed that the beginning of Outriders used swear words in a way that sounded like a 13-year-old wrote it. It was like, swearing is cool. Make them swear a lot. It, It didn't sound fluid. It didn't sound organic or conducive to the conversations. It sounded like cool guy bro wrote it and thought he thinks that like the F word is harsh so they all had different personal issues doesn't that sound exactly like personal preference man you try really hard to defend stuff that's supposed to be good for Sony if they're all snagging on the writing and the voice actor and the voice lines for different reasons that is consensus about that particular point of the game. Like, they're all, for different reasons, getting snagged on how the character sounds and talks. Right? So, if five people test drive a car, and four of them talk about how the car handles but for different reasons one talks about turning one talks about alignment one talks about um, how it handles backing up like they all talk about handling but from different perspectives wouldn't you say that car might have a problem with its handling that five people drove it and four people are all saying that there's issues with the handling for different reasons that's consensus they're all saying different things, but they're still highlighting this something's off here. I will say I share a lot of similar views as Skill Up, and he said at least the combat seems very good compared to the dog crap combat that Final Fantasy 15 has, so that makes me somewhat hopeful. Don't know how deep it holds, but Luminous hopefully learned from Final Fantasy and mile wide puddle deep combat. I can excuse bad writing and dialogue to a point if the game feels good to play. Right, so. 
that's another thing the mile wide puddle deep combat listen to this wheeze listen to this uh, Eurogamer said the following about the combat he where is it where's the line when it comes to combat Forspoken is bewilderingly broad boasting of some 100 abilities for you to mix and match a fact that promises some serious variety when it comes to creating builds what you just said about Final Fantasy's combat and what Eurogamer said about combat raises my concern it raises my concern about combat because the review that I'm going to react to this afternoon highlighted the fact that they were handed a bunch of abilities and a bunch of power and it just got really repetitive really really fast it didn't seem like there was any depth to it now they gave allowances and they are like well maybe as I slowly get those abilities it'll feel different you know what I mean like to a certain degree to a certain degree everybody said something positive about the combat but there was also some hesitancy about the combat going off skill up he said it started clicking the longer he played and figured out how to combo yes the one person said that it had similarities to devil may cry and when you leaned into the combos it felt better but then they said their concern was you were going to apply the same combos to every fight, but they said, well, I ha- I only had this set of things to use. So, again, you saying that it was a mile wide in Final Fantasy makes me worry about this, too. Are they just going for crazy amounts of quantity with no depth? Well, yeah, you can do a hundred different things, and it just leads to a bunch of combo mashing, which can start to feel very samey. I'm not saying it will, I'm saying... Pairing what these people said with what you said about Final Fantasy, it just worries me. It's like, oh golly, are they just going to go mile wide again? A hundred abilities? Gee, many frickin' Christmas. I watched the Japanese dub version of the game trailers. The dialogue is certainly less cringy. She's brash, but not annoying. <clears throat> I think one of the things they tried to do that's working against the voice actor is she just always sounds aloof. She sounds like she doesn't care. She she does. She sounds kind of like a teenager that's too cool for school and like everybody else is talking very seriously. Oh, we need to do this over here in this province. And she's like, oh man, are there dragons over there? Like she doesn't sound, and I think they're doing that because they're trying to emphasize the fact that she's not in her world. But it's like they did it to a fault. It's too extreme. She doesn't. She sounds like she doesn't care about what's happening. I think personally, cursing is so normal now that it does not have the effect it did when the writers were kids. F bombs are just regular vocab in today's world. No, they're not. That's not true. <laughs> F bombs are regular vocab in today's world. Where do you hang out? I'm not walking around in the public at soccer games, parks, the mall, and restaurants and and hearing people just dropping that word. I I don't think that's true. I think there is a general acceptance of swearing and and certainly a a cultural linguistic goalpost that has moved, but I do not think that F-bombs are classified as regular vocab in today's world.
Really? Not like the review tech guy screaming profanity in the middle of a food court? I mean, I, I, I have no comment on that kind of content. It's, been, it's beneath com- even commenting on. I can't believe I missed the Halo TV series argument. I think the show is great, and the reason is that they strayed from the source material, just like the Walking Dead series. Okay. Not interested in talking about that show because I don't I didn't watch it and it looked terrible. But that aloofness is typical is a typical anime trope that's gonna develop over the course of the story. Considering the country of origin, I expect that would be the case. Like hard to hard to believe that she won't evolve throughout the game. Every time this subject has come up, I've given room for the lead character in Forspoken to slowly change throughout the course of the game and to take it more serious. So by the end, she's like this gritty, super serious warrior and she's not talking like some 17-year-old that was late for study hall. You know what I'm saying? So, sure, they could they could evolve the character. Maybe we are supposed to be annoyed by her from the very beginning. I don't think that's the case. I think that's incredibly unlikely. I I just I just don't think so. I like I'm always willing to say we may have this wrong, but in my mind, when you're trying to establish a single player game, I don't think I've ever ever found a single one where that's what that's what they do in the beginning to make you to make you like it like that's gonna make you like the game you can't find IGN's either IGN says the only hint of worry was when I heard Frey spew out the same string of cuss words for the third time as things got heated during combat repetitive dialogue is never fun unless you're laughing at it isn't that right Mass Effect so he's saying he has a concern about about that element and then other other articles highlighted the same thing that why on earth are you having her do this this doesn't seem like very good writing why you just just gonna be swearing like crazy every time she encounters a bad guy yeah that article in that article he says that his his only string of worry about the dialogue is that now keep in mind Eugene IGN's article is like almost entirely positive Everybody else expressed concerns about traversal and combat, and IGN said that the combat was uh, surprising and that the parkour abilities were... uh, 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 Yeah, they didn't have any issues with the parkour either. Everybody, Everybody that I read said parkour felt weird sometimes or didn't feel that great or certain elements of it they didn't like. IGN said that parkour is awesome it's a great way to zip around like IGN's almost entirely positive and he does say his one string of worry is she's just repeating these same things every time the main actress is also a bad actress in my opinion she was also awful in Resident Evil you think it's unlikely based on a bunch of reviewers who have probably all played the same portion of the game and came back liking the character okay let me break this down for you guys The developers of this game sent this vertical slice to review outlets, didn't let them record, gave them B-roll, 
and we're hearing a lot of mixed response okay this reminds me of when people were defending sonic frontiers saying it's probably an early build it's probably an early build stop they trotted out the early looks at sonic frontiers as marketing material thinking that this was going to be impressive i i fail to think that they trotted out this preview gameplay and removed embargo and let all these people talk about the game if they weren't confident in what they sent these people they literally sent this thinking that people were going to praise it and the response has been pretty mixed and they controlled what they could show didn't let them record give them b-roll typical Japanese dev stuff I don't find any of this encouraging I don't these are the people that made Final Fantasy Final Fantasy 15 didn't that one not get received very well what's wrong with Frontiers what's I don't want to retread that discussion but Sonic Frontiers debuted gameplay that was slow boring and had pop in in the gameplay footage everyone thought that it was like a technical test we're like what did you reveal here if 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 you're gonna make me retread all of the bad things about Sonic Frontiers I that we that's we don't have time for that we've covered that game multiple times we've covered it multiple times Based on what the devs have said, I do believe there'll be an evolution of the character. She'll start to take things more seriously. It was unexpected to see the reactions to the social media post. Basically, we use existing footage from previous trailers and put something together as a social media post. And yeah, it went kind of viral in a way. That's not the direction we thought it was going to go. But I have to admit, some of the memes are actually pretty funny, so I got a good laugh. But for us, it's not something that we're concerned with. We've obviously, we're obviously leaving a lot of information on the table because we're taking dialogue and scenes out of context. Forspoken is a very narrative-driven game. It's a very narrative-driven game. So don't tell me voice acting and writing is not important. It's a very story-based game. Re-emphasizing. We do not want to ruin the experience in our marketing campaign. We've been very selective about what we use to generate interest and sometimes without all the information about what led up to that moment or what the character's state of mind, we're leaving the audience the full freedom to interpret lines in any way they want. It's just one of those challenges that comes naturally when trying to find ways to show the game without telling the full story because we definitely don't want to reveal that. I don't know if that tells me she's going to change a lot. Skillup's review is accurate. The issues with the main character's dialogue and writing is an issue. It's jarring at times. The idea of Amy Henning writing a story in character and it being bad just doesn't compute with me. Like, your confidence in Amy Henning is great, but do you do we know how involved she was? Do we know? That's like that's like saying, well, George R. R. Martin was involved with the with the writing of Elden Ring. So the story's gonna be amazing, and a lot of people misinterpreted his involvement. I don't think she was a writer for this. Homer Simpson with a buck and a half tip. Thank you so much. She wasn't the main writer. She was just a creative consultant. Yeah, what was her official role in this? She might not even be as involved as as you're thinking. And that also, also doesn't mean that 
she she has a, a flawless record plenty of ri- like d- let, let, let me uh, let me say it another way <laughs> I find I had the pleasure of contributing to Forspoken as a creative consultant in 2019 before I joined Skydance the team at Luminous are knocking it out of the park check set and match she was not one of the writers for this game she was a creative consultant three years ago before joining Skydance she was not heavily involved in this project you have to walk that one back three years ago she creatively consulted she, she consulted them like the wiki says that she was a writer yeah well she doesn't want credit for being a writer she's literally tweeting she's she from her own personal account is literally tweeting that she was a creative consultant she doesn't want credit for writing on this game articles from last year says she's a writer i trust her words on this not gaming journalists and wikipedia september the 10th of 2021 out of her own mouth she had the pleasure of contributing to First Spoken as a creative consultant in 2019 before I joined Skydance. If that's not a <laughs> good job, yep, you guys are doing great. I did some creative consulting for them in 2019, and now I'm at Skydance. Please, for the love of Frick, don't attribute that game to me. That doesn't sound like she wants credit for the writing in this game. (laughs) If you worked as a writer on a game, you wouldn't publicly declare yourself a creative consultant in the past before I went to work for this other company. (laughs) So she was a writer, saw it was terrible, So she started trying to distance herself from it. Either way, she was a writer? No. No. If she's saying she's a creative consultant, that's not a writer. That's not a writer. What? If you're creatively consulting, consulting is the verb. Writing is a very different verb. You you gotta be kidding me. If someone told you that so-and-so was creatively consulting on some game, would you be like, oh yeah, they're one of the writers. They were writing for the game. Isn't the audio a translation from another language? So the only thing I can give is that the translation and cultural ideas might be off. Paul said, Paul said it, but Wikipedia isn't something I use to forward a debate. It's random people making articles that are many times just inaccurate. I use Wikipedia usually for like dates. Like when did this happen? When did this launch? How many sales? Like math that's usually pretty vetted. But her being attributed as a writer when she's publicly saying, "Yeah, I was a creative consultant in 2019 before I went for another comp- went to work for another company." Articles from last year listed her as a writer, according to Eugene. Sounds like she just wants to downplay her role. I can see both points. Consulting could easily be where you're asking for pointers on the writing itself. 
They may not have literally wrote it, but helped write review it. Just a thought. But we also don't know if she was a creative consultant. Do we know that she even what she what she contribute to? We don't even know. More importantly, no one is perfect. And also, just because she was a consultant doesn't mean they even listened to her. She could have been like, this isn't going to go over well, this seems cliche, this seems like a trope, and they could have been like, yeah, well, we're already too far into the development. The game is launching in 2023, so in 2019, they were probably actually, I would imagine, in production. And if she's consulting at that point, how much do you think they're really going to adjust according to what she says? Just because she's a writer doesn't mean she wrote dialogue. I take her tweet as a sign of more concern. When Amy Hennig is going to walk out into the public and say, yeah, I had a great time doing being a creative consultant in 2019 before I joined Skydance. And one of the main things people are zeroing in on in virtually every preview that I've seen is the writing and the voice acting is pretty bad. The writing's the, the writing is on the wall, no pun intended. The writing is on the wall. If if she if she was heavily involved in the writing of this of this game, she would not she would not publicly declare that she was being a creative consultant. No. Serious doubt. The writing that she consulted on? Oh, stop, Abe. She's known She's known for her writing. She's known for her abilities and her skill. She's downplaying her role. <laughs> While Hennig developed the story concept in 2019 prior to heading to Skydance, according to the press release, story concept... So apparently, she developed the story concept, which is a concept that's as old as time. So now, now we have the details. She wasn't a writer. She developed the story concept prior before going over to Skydance. So that's not dialogue. That's not writing. She's not writing the lines. Like, she helped She helped consult on the story concept. I don't think the audio is a translation from another language. Forspoken is very much a Western game made by a Japanese dev. Creative consultant sounds like one of those things you make up to be able to attach someone to a work without having them contribute anything to it. Yeah, they can attach Amy Hennig's name to it, exactly. If you guys are just to- tuning in, the Forspoken gameplay hands-on previews that were out are very mixed. I'm expressing my concern about it. People are really centering in on the writing and the dialogue. And Amy Hennig's involvement was apparently not as involved as maybe people were hoping which I think adds to the concern 
So who is Amy? Am I supposed to know who this individual is? She's considered like royalty in the gaming world. Everybody loves her. Are the throwaway voice lines in combat situations an indicator of the quality of the story? No, but the story dialogue lines we've seen up to this point are, Eugene. We've literally seen her have conversations with other characters in the game. We've literally seen it. Okay, here's the official press release. Square Enix and Luminous Productions worked in collaboration with Hollywood writer Gary Wyda, who wrote Rogue One, who conceived the original concept, and award-winning writer-director Amy Hennig, Uncharted, who developed the story concept in 2019 prior to heading to Skydance Media. Taking the reins as lead writers on Forspoken Story and Script are Allison Reimer, Shadowhunters, and Todd Stashwick, Devil Inside. They've crafted a thrilling tale of self-discovery. There you go. Amy Hennig did not write this. Gary Waita of Rogue One did not write this. Allison Reimer of Shadowhunters and Todd Stashwick are the lead writers. Hollywood writers. Waita, more like Witta, Witta. I don't know how to say it. Yeah. Witta, Gary Witta, Witta. Witta. I don't know. It sounds like you're saying Witta, like put him in the front, Witta. (laughs) Put him in the front of the room, Witta. <clears throat> What's a shadow hunter? Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't I don't know what shadow hunters is. Gary Witt is a very popular writer and podcaster. He's done work for IGN and kind of funny. Take the dialogue from the trailer that was hated by most everyone, add it to the reviews, and it's a bad look. I'm not even talking about the, the dialogue from the trailers that was hated by everyone. I'm talking about the dialogue where she's literally interacting with other characters and she sounds terrible. You know what I'm saying? Lucario with a $5 tip says Shadowhunters. Now it makes sense. That show is awful and the dialogue was trash. They butchered the adaptation of the book series. Shadow Hunters Rotten Tomatoes it has a 76 and an 80. Although, I don't. Oh, oh, those are producers. Those are producers. If this is the right Shadow Hunters show. 
On her birthday, Clary Frey discovers a surprise concerning her life, the teenager who she is and who she thinks she is. She's come from a long line of human-angel hybrids called Shadow Hunters. Is that the show? Ran from 2016 to 2019. Looks like season one got wrecked. You know what's good, Polarin? Yeah, season one got shredded. Season one got a 44% from the critics and a, and a 68% from the audience. Season two improved things quite a bit. 86, 85. And season three got a hundred from the from the tomato meter and 86 from the audience so the dialogue we've seen has been early game and combat dialogue has it been phenomenal not at all does it concern me over the release not really I don't have enough to go off concerns I've seen are chalked up to personal preference I just think personal preference is a cop-out. People do that all the time with game reviews. I've had people do the same thing with Cyberpunk. I've, I've, I've tried to break down Cyberpunk and all of its weak parts. And I, and I, and I feel like I always get told that that's just my personal preference. There's consensus around the the voice actor and the writing for the for the male character in Cyberpunk. And I get told it's a personal preference. Like if it was like one or two people, right? I'd be like, yeah, this is no big deal. But when everybody's saying the same thing about forespoken gameplay, I get concerned. I'm like, wait a minute, why is everybody saying the same thing? In different ways. They're all saying the same thing in different ways. If they had all said the same thing, I'd think differently. But they're all saying the same thing about the voice lines and about the voice acting. Whether it's Alana Pierce watching a trailer or SkillUp talking about his experience or or uh, the gamer talking about their experience, thegamer.com. They're all saying virtually the same things. They're saying the, the, the character is not likable. It's it's the voice acting and the lines are bad. Now this idea, I'm, I'm going to push back on this because because Barrier essentially said the same thing. I find this to be incredibly weak and not compelling. Oh, it's all early game. That's no, not compelling. I've never played a game that centers around one character where the writing and the line delivery is crap in the beginning and then, oh my gosh, by the end it's a miracle, it's so much better, they're a completely different character. That's such a bogus way of thinking about it. We say this all the time. Convince me within the first hour that the game is good. 
Eugene, you're very, you're very strong on this. When people used to tell me, oh, keep playing, the game gets better at hour 16. And we're like, are you freaking kidding me? I've never played a game that centers around a main character where they make you dislike the character from the beginning. One complains about F-bombs, one complains about the cuff, one complains about her attitude. You disagree, it's the same thing. So if someone complained about the writing in a TV show, but each person that complained about the writing singled out a different character, you wouldn't think maybe the writing's bad for the TV show? Well, this person complains about the writing with respect to Hank's character. This person complains about the writing with respect to Steve's character. And then this guy really thought that Lucy was annoying and her lines were bad. They're all complaining about the same thing. They're all complaining about the writing. You might find it bad, doesn't mean everyone else does. I've never attempted to argue that. You're responding to somebody that's not here. You disliked Connor and AC3? What kind of sandwich you have there? It's just PB and J. <clears throat> Sunset Overdrive is a good example of how you can write a similar character, but it doesn't suck. If you guys are just tuning in, um, man, we were off to a really strong start, and then that chat did that glitch thing, and I feel like maybe people buffered or something. If you guys are having trouble with chat, I'm having the same issue. It stopped, but it seems to have fixed itself, and I I think it hurt us. I don't know what happened. Um, We're covering all the Forspoken hands-on previews, and we're debating whether or not there seems to be consensus about the writing and the voice acting from a litany of sources. I'm not sure exactly what we're debating. I've been in and out for 30 minutes. I don't think we can dismiss what everyone is saying as it's personal preference because this person complained about the cuff because the cuff can talk. This person complained about the cuff and this person complained about swearing and this person complained about her lines and she's not likable. I haven't seen or heard enough to be personally concerned. No, that's not a cop-out, Eugene. You saying that you've not seen enough to be concerned is not a cop-out. Dismissing six people complaining about the writing but they're doing it for different reasons and being like that's personal preference that's a cop out that's that's a cop out you can't be like oh it's personal preference they're all saying the writing's bad they're just zeroing in on different things you got knocked off of youtube twice something might be going on yeah my chat kept saying it had to reconnect with chat so I think we were fine in the first stream and this stream started out great and then I've just been watching like the it's like people are just it's like we're losing all of our lurkers or something because they're all getting bumped by that glitch. I'm not dismissing them when you say it's just personal preference. How is that not dismissing what they're saying? Well, the cuff is written in a really annoying way. Her dialogue is really annoying. The constant swearing feels really cringy. It sounds like they're trying to make her hip and cool. 
well that's just personal preference well it sounds like you're literally dismissing what they're all saying you're like well it's just your personal preference it doesn't really matter that's not a core problem with the game it's your personal preference you just don't like it depends on the argument the use of f-bombs that could be personal preference i wouldn't care about it bad writing or terrible ai that's not just preference right i don't care about swearing i care about bad writing like the beginning of outriders had tons of swearing and it wasn't that oh no let me clutch my pearls i don't like swearing it was bad writing at its core any media consumption is inherently down to personal preference i don't see where the cut where it's a cop out we, bo- we can both like Star Wars, but you prefer the prequels, I prefer the OG. If people that are known for reviewing movies, if six of them review a movie, and five of them zero in on elements of writing, dialogue, and voice acting, but they, they zero in on five different elements, you wouldn't dismiss that and say, it's just personal preference. You would say, it really sounds like it's not a well-written movie. They're all different. They're all different reviewers. They all have different viewpoints. They all have their own personal bias they're bringing to the table, and every single one of them zeroed in on something bad with the writing. You you wouldn't dismiss that and say, "I'm not concerned." I'm not concerned. That's just personal preference. You would say, "Oh my gosh, they're all they're all taking issue with the writing for different reasons." I just reconnected. Hopefully it helps. Yeah. I knew something was going on. I was like, I don't think this is a bad, this is not a bad lead or story. This is a good story. I'm obviously passionate about it. Like I wanted to cover this. I was excited. I think YouTube's having issues today again. If one out of five people don't like one specific thing, then it's not consensus. I've not argued that one person said it. Using the car, bad handling could be caused by a bad tire, a bad boot multiple issues I can't say that because of a bad boot it has bad handling it's because of a bad boot I left behind the car analogy because that's not I'm not I'm not an expert in that field so that doesn't have any bearing on what we're saying when when multiple people are singling out problems with the writing dismissing that as personal preference is I think a cop-out no it's not personal preference They're all saying the same thing in different ways. The writing for this character is bad. The writing for this execution in combat is bad. The writing when she engages with NPCs is bad. It sounds to me like the writing is bad. That's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like the writing is bad. In a world where we have games like God of War and Horizon Forbidden West and even the recent remake of The Last of Us, I I don't think you can have a game come out with bad writing if you're going to give it main stage presence and marketing push. It's going to get picked apart. I said this when I played through Batman Arkham Knight. You had top shelf voice actors and whoever they got for Barbara Gordon wasn't as good you could hear it you've got the woman for Catwoman you've got Harley Quinn and then Barbara Gordon's voice actor stood out she was clearly not as good as the other voice actors 
So, I think in this day and age, when this trailer comes out, and then we see gameplay, and then we see all of the preview outlets zeroing in on certain aspects of the writing, that feels like consensus. This game's going to struggle in the writing department. Just, to me, where there's smoke, there's fire. And everyone's saying saying things that are hovering around the same problem. I agree if the writing is bad, it's not a good sign for the game. Right, I don't think, like, let's just, let's just take for the sake of the argument that the writing's bad and most of the people who play this game get annoyed by it. I actually think that's very bad for the game and completion percentages. I think it'll make people stop playing. Yes, it's according to the developers themselves, they, they said twice, they said it's a narrative-driven game, it's a story-driven game. Like, back-to-back, they said that in an interview. I can't say the writing is bad until I have full reviews and not previews. Let me be clear, I haven't said the writing is bad. What I'm saying is, it feels like we have consensus from people who have looked at it and examined it up close that the writing is bad. Right? I'm I'm going and saying, listen, all these people came back from they all came back from the promised land and they're all telling us it ain't great for different reasons. I'm not saying it's not great. I'm not saying the writing's bad. I'm saying, I don't know. These are people that are usually pretty fair. Skill up, Alana Pierce, and then if you look at the the, the outlets, you know the ga- I've never seen the gamer.com be scathing in a review before. Like they usually seem like they're pretty fair. I thought the person who wrote their two articles about the director of AC Red were abysmal and terrible. They should go write a mommy blog instead. But I generally feel like the way they talk about games and game quality is usually pretty good. No, I'm not streaming the state of play. I'm coaching my daughter's soccer team on Tuesdays. It's going to be a pretty small state of play. It's not the big showcase. I agree with Eugene, says Gritter. We may need to wait until we have more full play, uh, more full, uh, the full game to fully judge the writing. I don't know if a vertical slice is indicative. I would have hoped that a vertical slice would have caused people to say, we've been concerned about the voice acting and the writing, and this was better. That's what I was hoping for. Do you think they did it on purpose to affect the New York type the New York City type of attitude? The review the review that I'm going to react to today on the reaction channel they they talk about that they feel like it's this they're trying to sound a certain way and it doesn't work they definitely they definitely zero in on that we'll we'll talk about that in that in that reaction vid um hang on a minute Um, hang on. I got to respond to this. 
with redirects. Um, gifted memberships are all claimed almost instantly now. Um, I had somebody helping me at YouTube, but I don't want them to fiddle with the channel. I want them to close the ticket because gifted memberships is working now. Good news. They changed something with channel redirects and it seems to have completely fixed our issues. Gifted memberships are all claimed almost instantly now. Even if folks aren't in the chat. I don't want them to fiddle with it. I had my previous partner manager trying to help me when gifted memberships weren't working. He opened up a ticket and I'm like, don't do anything. It's working. Like gifted memberships get claimed ridiculously fast now. Don't touch anything. Um, reaction channel. Yeah, we probably should create a, we should probably should create a, um, we should create a command. I can create a command so that people can get to the reaction channel quicker. We'll probably do another redirect and another raid uh, over there today. Um, let's do... Uh, let's say... Add com reaction. Uh, the reforge reacts channel is here. Watch Last of Us Remake win Game of the Year. Neil Druckmann will be undefeated. I don't think it can compete for Game of the Year. I don't think the stipulations for the category allow for that. We're trying to make a judgment for everyone based on our personal opinion. I don't think that we can make that judgment about writing, voice acting, or story until we have the full game. I walked into the Ginger Prime reaction late and I was so confused. I thought the two of you were reacting together to a video without narration. Do you think there's a chance that the game was not made for people reviewing it? <laughs> Yeah, we're not the target audience, Russell. Yo, lolling Buddha with a whole year. Do we know that a teen from New York in 2022 should sound like when transported to a magical world? Listen. I'm not a 21-year-old black girl. That should be pretty obvious, right? I'm a 40-year-old white dude, okay? However, (laughs) I can consume content, TV shows, movies, YouTube, TikTok. I'm out in the world. I'm around people. And I I don't know if that age demographic talks anything like the way that she talks (laughs) like I don't 
I'm around plenty of 20-something people in my circles and in my communities, and I don't know if I've ever seen anybody act and talk in this way. I watch plenty of TV shows and movies that portray people in this age demographic, and they don't act and talk like this. So unless this game is tapping into some age demographic demographic from New York City that I am just totally out of touch with, maybe, just maybe, I know it's hard to think that something that will be a, a held up banner for the Sony property will have bad writing, but maybe the writing's just bad. Maybe we're straining for some of the weirdest excuses I think I've ever seen for bad writing. Well, maybe she'll grow to not be so annoying the longer you play. Really? Really? Have you ever played a game where it starts out and the main character is a complete dolt and you can't stand them, but they get better near the end? Have you ever played a game that's portrayed somebody from an age demographic and you just think they sound so weird because, oh, I'm a white man? No, I've never played a game, whether it's Forbidden West or Hellblade or Tomb Raider, and been like, sorry, I just can't connect with the British woman. I just can't connect with the redhead who was left out in the field and suddenly was adopted by some other strange man. I've never played a game where I struggle to connect with the writing because, you know, I'm not a girl. I've, I've never played a game where, well, just wait until the 15th hour. She doesn't sound like an idiot anymore. Ratchet with a nine-month milestone. I love listening here while gaming and working. Really glad you're gr- growing. Thank you, my man. A five-gifted membership from Striker One. Swiftly, my man Insanity got one. Hopping Rabbit's been here a ton. So is Bernard. You guys got gifted memberships, and so did Wayne's. Congratulations. He would tell you the same thing. That's not a burn. That's an observation. What creature say? To be fair, you. You do dodge a fairly large percentage of secular media. No, I don't. What are you talking about? You know what I consume and watch and enjoy? The TV shows and the movies that I watch? So because I don't watch shows with with rampant nudity and sex in them, I don't consume secular media? Or stand-up comedians? With respect, you know an inkling of what I do with my life outside of here. I can name 10 shows you won't watch for language. That's not true. I've never once established that I don't watch shows because of language. You can't name 10 shows I don't watch for language because I've never stipulated 10 shows I don't watch for language. You're barking up a tree that's going to fall on you. There's, There's a handful of shows I haven't consumed because incredibly violent and my wife would hate it and tons of sex. I've never avoided anything because of language ever like nothing falls on me I catch things well you just said something in chat that's blatantly false so try to catch that you can't name 10 shows that I don't watch for language that simply isn't true I consume a lot of secular media and stand up comics my feed on tiktok is tons of comedians that are way off color and swear like crazy what like plenty of women too on there that I that I think are hilarious I, I consume tons of it I don't think I've ever heard anybody talk the way that she's talking or related materials 
I, like, you can count on your hand maybe three shows I've not watched because of tons of nudity. And then I don't watch The Boys because it's so violent my wife wouldn't watch it. I can only watch shows with her. I would watch The Boys on my own. That's like a super contextual issue. Like, I just, I don't watch the show because I have to watch shows with her. Attempting to act like I don't know how people like that talk because I don't watch Game of Thrones is that leap is so big you're breaking your back and your ankles that's that's not a leap that makes any sense and there are plenty of people watching these trailers saying who talks like that like I don't see anybody comes at coming out and saying oh I, I know plenty of people that talk like that nobody's coming to this game's rescue people across demographics of the globe are saying who in the frick talks like this this sounds like cringy try to be cool hip narrative it doesn't sound like a real person yeah that's not why we don't watch some of those shows it's not because my kids might walk in the room I mean we they had they'd have to come all the way downstairs like we would hear them it's not like they can like walk through the living room not saying your position's wrong saying your position on what you associate yourself could easily be shaping that opinion but that's not true at all that isn't true in the least you're acting like I watch a bunch of Christian stand-up comedians and I'm like people don't talk like this golly gee williker (laughs) who swears this much like that's not the type of media that I consume I'm I'm actually way more progressive in the media I consume than the average person in my demographic that believe the things that I believe Not, the point they're making, I think, are in a minority of what you will or will not watch. My unwillingness to watch shows with lots of sexual content has literally no bearing on this discussion. It is a red herring the size of a school bus that has no bearing on the discussion. Me not watching a handful of shows. There's like three shows I've refused to watch because of tons of of that content has no bearing on me knowing what a 20-something New Yorker talks like. It's not... That's a red herring the size of a school bus. It's completely unrelated. Given 2022 TikTok culture and whatnot isn't cringy would be cool what people in that demo kind of go for. But I'm constantly consuming that media, and I don't see anybody talking or acting like this. Not to mention, not to mention, it's not even about how she talks. Like, maybe we're just all a bunch of -of out-of-touch fuddy-duddies that don't get it. Like, we don't get it. They're the cool ones. Just the quality of the voice acting and the writing is poor. It's not even about, like her lingo like in the trailers where we took issue with her what she was saying no one was like oh I can't believe she's using that vocabulary or that lingo it was just bad there was a qualitative problem it was like she doesn't sound right even compared to the other people it's almost like her voice has been overproduced it sounds like 
crisp and clean and tight and they all sound like gruff and whatever again i think they're going so far to make it seem like she's a fish out of water right she's in another world i think they've gone so far that she sounds like she she's out of place not just in the world but in the game do you not understand what i'm saying like we're, we're getting off on a red herring like i've not once taken issue with her lingo or demeanor she sounds poorly voice acted it sounds poorly written I'm not saying you're a fuddy-duddy just saying your habits may not be in line with the target demo it's perfectly plausible that their target demo is foul-mouthed morons I find the target demographic excuse to be wanting like I feel like I'm debating like why She-Hulk's poorly written well you're not the target demo that sounds like a BS cop out to me do you think my wife have you seen and interacted with my wife on stream do you think my wife was the target demo for I don't know any of the Marvel movies in phase one no she wasn't and she loves them and had a blast watching them so the target demo excuse is so weak you don't have to be the target demo to be like this is bad like this is bad you, you, you even if you're not the target demo good writing good acting will make up for it you know what i'm saying do you think i'm the target demo for downton abbey do you think a 40 something gamer dude you think my favorite shows are like Breaking Bad and Lost. You think I'm the target audience for Downton Abbey? No. I love that show. It's probably in my top three. Why? The acting and the writing were superb. So the, the, the target demo is so wanting. It's like, I don't care if I'm not the target demo. It sounds bad. A 20 spot from Resolve. What's going on, Lono? I was doing some work on the new homes. No internet there yet. No worries, Resolve. Thank you for the $20 tip. I'm saying they have a slim target demo. Oh, you're saying it's a mistake. You're not defending it. You're saying it's... Oh, I I don't think that's what's going on, creature. So you're not defending it. You're trying to contextualize it. There's a difference between trying to contextually understand why it sounds this way and defending it. You're saying it sounds like this because their target demo is this slice. I don't think that's the case. I really don't. This game looks significantly inspired by other open world action adventure games. Like that target demo is not 20 something chicks, I don't think. And I don't know how are 20 something chicks responding to this. You know what I'm saying? If that's the target demo, are they even hitting it? Are are they? I don't know. Is that demo paying attention to these trailers? <laughs> Like, look at the YouTube demographic. Look at the gaming demographics of the West. Look at the gaming demographic. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think that target demographics even consuming this these trailers or these previews. Foulmouth moron here. From what I've heard of the game, she sounds stupid, and I use F as a comma. If you were that Christian, you wouldn't have played so many games. Outriders, for example. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh no. I haven't taken issue with her lingo. Also, Lono, who says freaking dragon? No, 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 no. That's not lingo. That's grammatically just busted. That's just bad writing. I'm seeing 
freaking dragons. I didn't say she can't say freaking dragons. It's the seeing freaking. You don't hear that? That's like nails on a chalkboard. I'm seeing freaking dragons. It's poorly written. It's not lingo. She didn't say, I'm seeing freaking dragons, y'all. Or like, you know, I'm seeing dragons, fam. It wasn't a lingo thing. It's structured so awkwardly as a sentence. It's a writing thing. Now you might say, oh, but that's how kids these days talk. And I would say, what? She's 21. What are you talking about? She's not supposed to be a kid that struggles to speak intelligently. They're not making it sound like she's steeped in meme speak or slang. She doesn't sound like that at all. And in one of the trailers, I thought she swore and they took out the swore. Doesn't she say effing dragons? I was on a holy roller argument. Okay. When you say you can list 10 shows I wouldn't watch because of the language, you're 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 stepping in it. You're absolutely stepping in it. And then you say or like content. Language is not in the same category as sexual content. It isn't. Movies and and content aren't even reviewed that restrictly like that strictly. You can wa- you can wander out of an R-rated or related materials. Yeah, that's not related. You're creating a categorical mistake. Foul language and sexual content are not related. They're not. Like, virtually all the movies I've ever watched that were rated R are riddled with swear words. You won't watch Boys, This, This, Weeds, Dexter, Shall I Continue? You should continue because you continue to say things that are false and I'm finding it entertaining. I watched Dexter and loved it. I actually saw parts of Weeds and never actually got into it. I planned to, and then my subscription expired. And m- my not watching of the boys is because my wife would, would turn it off. You bailed? I didn't bail on Dexter. Watched every single season. And I've been waiting. I've been waiting to watch the final season. Because they came back and did the extra season or whatever. I never told you I bailed on Dexter. I said I hated the ending, like everybody else. I hated the ending of Dexter. I've never once established that I don't watch shows because of foul language. I've never done that. I've never once done that. And Weeds, I was going to watch it, and I, I was—I think I was sharing a login with somebody or something, and I was gonna—and I was gonna watch it, and it just his his thing expired or something. Yeah, and, and, and the thing with the boys is so contextual. That's not my preference. That's not like a, oh, that's too violent for me. That's going too far. It's my wife would literally hate this. Like, I can't I can't watch this with her. She struggled to watch De- uh, Daredevil. He's bashing that guy's head on that fence post. You know what I mean? And she didn't, she didn't like it. So it's like, the, the, the thing is, is that me not watching a show almost always has nothing to do with language or violence. Violence only comes into play if it's excessive because my wife won't watch it, which is why the boys didn't get rotated in. I wanted to watch it. But with respect to language, I've never, ever done that. Never in the history of my consumption have I ever been like, oh my, the language. 
the only stuff I've ever bailed on, I bailed on The Witcher and I bailed on Game of Thrones because I was like, this is just going way farther than I want shows to go. Could be wrong, but I thought he said he bailed. The only show I've active, actively bailed on was Witcher and Game of Thrones. I was just like, there's just too much of this. I don't want to watch this. And I knew if I was going to continue to watch it, I'd have to watch it with my wife. And I'm like, she ain't going to want to watch this either. Like, when you get, you know, an hour a night to watch a show, you know what I'm saying? When we get an hour a night to watch a show, we both have to equally enjoy it or it's not going to work. We, I literally get to watch, like, one episode of a show per night. Sometimes two if we get started early enough. So, like, the the idea that, like, oh, well, you don't consume this type of media, so you might not know why people talk like this. I'm like, what on, what? Like, we both watch, my, my wife and I both watch plenty of short-form comedy and stuff on, she follows people on Instagram, and I follow people on Instagram and Twitter, uh, TikTok. Plenty of short-form comedy from the younger generation that... I'm like, I don't know if anybody talks like this. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if anybody is 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 using this this way of speaking. And again, it's it's just such a red herring because that's not the crux of what I was saying. I read one comment in Discord that sent us down this rabbit hole. I've not once been like, she talks and uses language that's weird. I've said, it's just bad writing and bad voice acting. There's a qualitative deficit. It doesn't sound like a triple-A studio made it. You come from, like, a God of War trailer or Forbidden West or The Last of Us, you come to this game, and it sounds Bush League. It's like, what is this? I've played indie titles with better voice acting. Hades would be one of the ones I would list. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we're, we're well we're well off the, 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 the trail here, because, like, I've not once tried to make it about she doesn't sound like a 20-something black girl from New York. That, no, 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 no. I'm not saying they missed the mark to write a, like the, the, and use the right vocabulary for her and her demographic. It's a qualitative deficit. It just sounds bad. How much of these people focused on the voice lines in the preview? Was it throwaway comments, pull out several paragraphs? Was it heavily focused on? I mean, in the one, in the most recent gameplay trailer where I feel like a lot of us got worried, it was because they were literally having her talk with NPCs, and it's like, this is freaking terrible. This is, this is terrible. Like, who, who is, who, who on earth is going to consume this and think this is good work? All I'm going to say is, ain't nobody effing talking like that, says Wheezy. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Thank you, Wheezy. It sounds like what white people think urban kids sound like. It 100%... That's what it sounds like. It sounds like old folks trying to write young folks. It's like, what is this? Always remember the voice actors are always doing exactly what the directors want them to do. Oh, I know. I know. I I agree with what Wheezy's saying. 
and I, I think I think I can't say it the way that he said it because, you know. But I got the same vibe. I was like, I really don't think this is representative of how these 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 age demographics in these parts of the country talk. Cause there's there's age demographics, but then there's like all these different cities, right? So it's like I, I don't know. I I don't live there. I don't live in New York City, but I'm like, this doesn't sound like the brash, tough stereotypes that we've come to know. Now, people from New York, people from New York might be like, we don't talk like the way, you know, gangsters talk in mobster movies either. It's exaggerated, right? I'm sure people that live there or have grown up in New York City are like, what the frick? We don't talk like that. You know, I'm not saying we need to go in the other direction and be like stereotropes when she's like, hey, I'm walking here. Like, she doesn't need to be walking around and sound like somebody from Goodfellas. It sounds forced. It's one extreme or the other instead of normal conversation. Yeah, my memory is that Chicagoans and New Yorkers are similar in this respect. They don't seem to sugarcoat things. So this isn't like an accent linguistic trope. They just don't sugarcoat things. I remember being in Chicago and we were waiting for a booth and literally the manager's like, are y'all going to sit down or what? Like she literally just said that to us. And I liked it. I was like, because it doesn't, you know, I'm not, it doesn't bother me. You know, my friends from Chicago, I'm from, a, I'm northern enough that like that kind of curt, the curtness didn't didn't upset me. And almost the exact same thing happened when we were in New York. We're in New York City. We're waiting to be seated. And she's like, "Well, sit down, fellas. Go on." Like she was kind of pushy. She didn't sugarcoat it. It wasn't like, "Hey, you can be seated now, you dum dums." You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like. It wasn't mean or rude or whatever, but uh, that that was the one commonality I found. I was like, wait, Chicagoans and New Yorkers very much, they, they just get to the point. You know, they don't have time for all this. They don't they don't they don't have time to sugarcoat things. They're just going to get right to the point. I worked at a telemarketing job, and if I talked slow to people in New York, they would get annoyed. They would say, "Come on, come on, what do you, what do you, what do you got? What do, what do you, what is this about?" Get, get to the point. I had a guy once literally tell me that. He's like, get to the point, guy. And then when I would call people in the South, if I talked fast, they thought I was being rude and trying to trick them. So I had to change my speech patterns depending on who I was calling. When I called people in the South, I would talk slow. How you, how you doing? Yeah? How's the weather? It's crazy here in Kentucky. Raining all day. Oh, honey. It's just so hot down here. We could use some rain. And they would literally spend a minute talking about the weather. Why? They just weren't in a hurry. They're like, yeah, let's talk about the weather. If I called a guy in New York and asked him about the weather, he'd be like, it's overcast and rainy. What what do you need? Like, he wouldn't care. So, like, and again, those are somewhat stereotypical cliches, but at the same time, if you, if you would have asked me to watch these trailers and to deduce where the main character was from, I couldn't freaking tell you. 
I couldn't tell you. If you're like, all right, Sherlock Holmes, watch these trailers and try to pick out where you think she's from and what's her age demographic. I'd have been like, she's an annoyed teenager from Indiana? Like, I don't know. No deducible accent. You know, no brashness. She just sounds aloof and annoyed. What are you guys debating? The story can be good and the dialogue can be bad. I don't know about... I don't know if I would say a story can be good if the dialogue is bad. That sounds like an oxymoron. It was a great story. The dialogue was horrible. Wait, what? Combat's great, but the controls are awful. I'm sorry, wait, what? What'd you say? How is that possible? It's true in gaming? I don't know if I've ever played a game and come to that conclusion. Great story. Dialogue is awful. Dialogue is literally the... Like, it's the... It's what makes up the story. Now you could you could say the the story on paper could have been amazing but the dialogue's terrible. Belono, you don't like dub versions of movies? Yeah, because it's immersion breaking for a guy to not be for the guy's voice not to match his mouth. What does that have anything to do with the discussion? Resident Evil games famously had bad dialogue, but the story was good. Yeah, but you're also running back to cult classics. I don't think in this day and age you can say what you're saying. You can run back to a cult classic and be like, Resident Evil games were beloved, even though the dialogue was kind of bad. Yeah, but back then they were the first games sort of doing that kind of thing, and they did it at a caliber and a quality that nobody else did, so people overlooked it. I don't think you can say that today. If the dialogue was bad in Horizon Forbidden West, no one would praise its story and be like, but the story was awesome. Nobody would do that. The prequels? No. No! I wouldn't even say that about the prequels. On paper, cool things happen, but they happen too fast and they happen in poorly managed ways. And the dialogue's terrible. They should have been amazing, and they weren't. That should have been an amazing story arc and amazing developments and character arcs and massive changes and betrayals, and it wasn't. Is it fair to compare Forspoken to Horizon Forbidden West and Last of Us ETC? Well, see, this is the more interesting discussion that we should be having. We are entering an era of gaming where... Smaller studios can make games that look like mainline productions. If you would have shown me gameplay of Forspoken with no dialogue, just some amazing music, do you honestly think anybody would have been able to deduce, oh yeah, that's not a AAA company, that's probably a smaller studio. 
which I don't even know if that would be true about this studio. Is this a small studio? Yeah, it's under Square Enix. I don't know if we're being unfair. It's coming from it's coming from reasonably deep pockets and a decently sized developer. It's I don't I don't know what's the size of this studio. Is it a smaller studio? If it is a smaller studio, I think contextually we're allowed to say, okay, maybe we're being unfair, but I also think we are entering into an era of gaming that is somewhat new. A game can come out from a smaller studio, and if they use the right engine and the right assets, it's going to look like a big production. And then the characters are going to open their mouths, and we're going to be like, you guys couldn't get top shelf voice actors? What's, What's going on? Is it fair to compare to generational experiences, the upper echelons? When the graphical fidelity of Forspoken has parody with Horizon Forbidden West? Yeah. Why would I not? So as the consumer, I'm supposed to research. I'm supposed to research what? Is Gorilla bigger than the studio? So I'm going to give the studio a break. When I look at the trailers for the gameplay of Horizon Forbidden West and Forspoken, I'm like, those look like amazing action-adventure games. And when one character opens their mouth, it feels like a Bush League, like, college project. What the, what happened? Smaller studio or not, it's a fair comparison. So many indies make fantastic games. The tools are there. It's all about how you use said tools. Why are we acting like there's some small indie studio? Yeah, like I, I don't I don't see it. I don't see it. They stepped out onto the battlefield, they wowed us with gameplay, and the more we've pulled back on the curtain, the more we're like, this thing looks like it might have been kind of slapped together. It it looks like it's gonna be kind of rough. The, the, the voice acting is is wanting. The voice acting is wanting. I thought we need to be okay with just good games. I don't actually think that's that's uh, applicable here. Because when I played Aliens Fireteam and I said that, I went into Aliens Fireteam understanding what was being delivered. It was largely a one to four player shooter game that was meant to be kind of like that fun Friday night shoot some aliens in co-op. That's not the way Forspoken is being packaged. You, you think Forspoken's being packaged as if it's just kind of like you know, cheap throwaway game? It feels like a mainline game. Like, the graphical fidelity of this game had me convinced it was a first-party Sony title. I was like, yeah, this is one of their big titles, and I was wrong in thinking that. This does not have hallmarks of just good. It has hallmarks of not good. Right. This doesn't seem like, oh, yeah, it's a good game. It seems like, no, there are parts of this that are bad. I stopped comparing other games to Sony's flagships. I'd never be satisfied. Well, let's be clear, though, Eugene. I'm not saying that this game needs to be as good as Ragnarok and Forbidden West. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is we're entering into an era where when you swing that high and you make your game look that good and then the voice acting sounds completely divorced from the quality that the game portrays 
That's dissonant. It's not that I'm like, you better be as good as Forbidden West. It's 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 being put together and marketed as some big giant oh my word for spoken. Yeah, like what Weezy's saying, it's being marketed not as a little title, but as a huge AAA blockbuster. So I'm gonna compare you to other big AAA blockbusters. This isn't some I'm not going to some indie film fest harping on some guy with a thousand dollar budget. If the dialogue is the worst part, then we're in good hands. That's where I don't agree, GC Plugs. I don't agree that a game centered around a character, narrative and story, can we say, oh, we're, we're okay if the voice acting's bad. No. N- I don't think so. Now, if this was like an XCOM game, or like a turn-based RPG, I'd be like, okay, the dialogue could be maybe a little bit more, you know, maybe chintzy. It's not as big of a deal. But when you're putting the character in the center of the frame and making everything about her and this experience that she's having, I'm like, no, man, dialogue's got to be really good. It's a main part of the game. Ragnarok isn't out yet, so that's not a comparison either. Well, okay, but we know, Fuzzy, the reason I'm citing Ragnarok is it's it's faster to say than God of War 2018 and we know the voice acting chops of that cast like come on <laughs> like, we know how good they are I don't think Christopher Judge phoned this one in you know what I'm saying from Square Enix man why is Square Enix y'all are just giving him a pass The cast made a bunch of trailers, a great listen. Yeah, yeah, there's already good stuff out from Ragnarok if you want to hear the voice acting. It's already there. Then why don't we hold Elden Ring up to compare the story, voice acting, and dialogue of Horizon Forbidden West and Forspoken? Uh, I would actually say the voice acting in Elden Ring is totally fine. The methodology of storytelling is very cryptic and fragmented that's an artistic decision that's not a qualitative decision the voice acting in Elden Ring is is fine it's good anytime anybody said anything it was phenomenal I'd argue that Elden Ring tips things in its scale as soon as the original soundtrack starts playing goosebumps bro the voice acting is totally fine in that game and the artistic decision to tell to tell the story of Elden Ring in a mysterious and fragmented way I don't think is a qualitative judgment it was an artistic decision that's how they tell their stories now you could play it and be like I don't like this I would like a more clear linear story that's driven by cutscenes like you know Sekiro yeah, and Elden Ring doesn't hold themselves out as delivering a narrative-driven story. That's right. That's not what. That's not how they promoted the game. Dialogue can ruin a game if it's annoying and constant. I'm just saying, you kind of know what to expect from their AAAs. I mean, 
I'm not going to say that certain companies might not be known for their voice acting, voice work, and dialogue. If the, if you feel that's the case with Square Enix, then you might go in with lower expectations. Nope, not going to do this. Not at all. You win. You're right. Okay. <laughs> the voice acting in Elden Ring is amazing. Remember as well, FromSoft's a Japanese dev. All I heard discussed about Elden Ring was gameplay, gameplay, gameplay. Story and character was never an issue. They did enough that people didn't notice it, which was good for that. Yeah, and they have some amazing scenes. Like the introduction of Radon and the festival. Holy moly. You never put Square on the upper tier? I want to know why we can't do that. Just because they have a shaky track record, let's take... You put them on like an A tier? Not an S tier? Okay, let me ask this then. I don't know. I don't know why you're doing that. I, re- I really don't know why you're doing that. Isn't the, isn't the, some of their most famous games like... What are, what are some of their biggest titles? Aren't they known for like really amazing stories? Isn't that literally what Square is known for with some of its biggest titles? Square Enix biggest titles. Final Fantasy. They did the Tomb Raider games. The voice acting in the Tomb Raider games were, were great. I don't understand. And then Final Fantasy is known for having great story. Now, I don't know about voice acting because a lot of the times you're probably dealing with Japanese voice acting. I'm not going to be able to judge that. But I thought the voice acting in the Tomb Raider games was was wonderful. I thought it was very good. Felt like a triple A game to me. The in in my in my mind, in my mind, it's size of studio and budget. Just because maybe they have a track record of not having great voice acting doesn't mean we keep, like, getting giving them a pass. Tomb Raider is S-tier narrative cinematic. S-tier narrative cinematic. I've not played them in a long time. They're old, they're old games at this point, to be honest. So, it's hard. I, I believe, I believe that if you took the voice acting skills that were put into those games and you suddenly mushroomed it out to a, a the, like Horizon Forbidden West style game, I think they could do it because the, the, the character was there, the voice was there, the writing was there, it was good. I think what's happening is, is that you're, I, I, this is what's happening, Eugene. You're saying, well, we can't compare those games because these games are in literally their own category. Okay, fine. I don't need to compare it to Horizon Forbidden West to tell you why the writing and the voice acting is bad. Horizon Forbidden West doesn't even have to exist in this universe. If they can't do good narrative and voice, then you shouldn't make the game. You make the game... Uh, you don't get a pass. I only care about my experience, not your process. Right. Luminous is about 150 employees. I'd argue they're on the bigger side. 
when you're under 100, I'm willing to be like, okay. When you're over 100, that's when I expect quality to start going up a bit. Tomb Raider was Montreal. Well, Square was the public was the publisher. We're getting a little conflicting here because we're we're talking about a publisher that then uses their own developers sometimes. Like it it can get confusing. I don't I actually don't need Horizon Forbidden West to tell you that everything I've seen from this game, the voice acting sounds absolutely awful. The writing sounds awful. 150's big. No. No, I think under 100 is pretty small, and the minute you cross over and have more than 100, I expect an uptick in quality. I, I'm not expecting, like, this This thing needs to be a massive production, right? I, I'm not expecting that. But I do expect, if, like, we looked at somebody the other day that had 80 employees, and we're like, that's not very big, that's 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 decent size, but that's still not very big. Well, 150 is about double that. I expect an uptick in quality. That's a lot of people. That's that's a pretty good-sized company. I'm not saying they need to be cranking out something at the level of Santa Monica, Insomniac, or Gorilla. The you know much larger companies. What are they? And they're in like the three and the three to five hundred range, aren't they? Moon Studios pumped out Ori with eighty people. I'm not giving them a pass because of size. Or spoken developer raises eyebrows for describing games black protagonist is having a hip hoppy walk yeah wait do you see I, I uh I, that's in my that's in my reaction I was like I don't know why he said that yep yep I thought it was a very strange line I left it in the video I was like cause I don't pre I didn't pre-read the article I didn't pre-read the article and when I got to that point I was like not sure why they said that <laughs> I would expect it to be along the lines of like an 8. Were people expecting 9s and 10s? Um, I actually expected this thing to land in a 9, Eugene. The first couple times they showed gameplay, that's kind of what I said a little bit ago. I feel like we're entering the era where a game can look bigger than it is. Do you know what I'm saying? What like the way they've marketed it, the way they've showed off this game, I looked at it and thought this is a PlayStation exclusive. This is a, this is a, this is a, a first party title. It looks amazing. No, no, no. Kratos and Lewis, you guys need to catch something. The Forspoken developer is raising their eyebrows because a journalist described her as having a hip-hoppy walk. They don't describe her in that way. The person who wrote for The Gamer said that. It's A journalist said that. They're not describing her in that way. They're, they're like, whoa, why are, why are you saying that? Are we entering an area of increased graphical fidelity and whatnot? It's fair to assume story is taking the same leaps. Oh, is it fair to assume story is taking the same leaps? Let me ask you something, Eugene. Are books better now than they were a really, really long time ago? 
Or is a good story a good story? Like if Hemingway wrote it, or Tolkien wrote it, or George R.R. Martin wrote it. A good story is a good story. It kind of doesn't matter when it was written. Some of the most famous books are ancient, practically. One of the most published, most purchased books in existence is by, what, like a 16th century Puritan? John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress, right? Like, next to maybe the Bible, it's like one of the most purchased and distributed books of all time or something. Maybe it's been surpassed by some of these other books lately because, you know, Game of Thrones and Harry Potter were shattering records. But the point I'm making is technology is advancing to make games look really amazing. What's so hard about writing good dialogue? Well, there's a lot, actually. Hemingway was once asked, I think it was Hemingway, why his books were so pleasant to read. And he said, because they were so difficult to write. Did we compare all books today's to those? How much average did history filter out? Well, if someone's marketing their book as like the next big thing like if somebody was telling me like the game of thrones is probably a pretty good example like it was marketed and positioned as this amazing fantasy tale i'm gonna read it and expect it to be at parody with tolkien and robert jordan i'm gonna expect that why that's how you're marketing it this isn't some rink-a-dink like college student assignment you know what i'm saying The cherry on top of my newfound dread was motion capture and voiceover director Tom Keegan describing Belinska's mannerisms during her motion capture performance as having a very hip-hoppy kind of walk. Wait. So when the guy wrote that in The Gamer, he was quoting the the voiceover director? I didn't realize that. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. That's good. I like that. I like that thumbnail creature. Holy golly. I did not realize that. Let me pull up the article and see how they phrased it. Because that is just... What the frick? How did I miss that? Oh, this isn't my fault. This isn't my fault. Look at how it's phrased. Look at how it's phrased. At least she has a hip-hoppy walk, I suppose, and a British bangle who barks out tutorials. So this guy is referencing something and he, the reason he puts it in quotations is it's not it's not his terminology it's their terminology it was from their team yeah that's why he put it in quotes i literally said in my reaction i'm like i don't know why he said that like what the frick what don't trust journos they get greased you're you're commenting completely out of turn this is a scathing article 
this article is ripping the game to shreds they're not getting greased or paid he's he's very critical I uh I didn't realize that yeah holy yikes What if she has a hip hoppy walk? But what is a hip hoppy walk? What does that even mean? You post great comment content, man. Huge fan. Broken record here. Oh, you're going to promote your own gameplay? You know, it's funny. You're a huge fan of my work, and I've never seen you before. Get the frick out. Please enlighten me. What is a hip-hoppy walk? I don't know. I don't know what a hip-hoppy walk is. Keegan said the following. Uh, in full context... I think this is really a story about tribe and family, and when I'm first starting a project, I think really deeply about big themes. What are they, and how do they relate to my own life? And then I ask the actors to do the same. Okay. He was overseeing the... Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Worried about that guy? I, I'm not worried about him. Why did he? Why did he say she has a hip hop hoppy walk? What does he mean by that? Yeah, he's worked on Jedi Fallen Order, Battlefront Two, Young Blood, New Colossus, New Order, The Old Blood. Yeah, I think I am a little concerned. He's worked on some crap. <laughs> he's actually worked on some crap. Yeah, yeah. He's got a couple stinkers in his in his. Uh, he's got young blood in there. He's got the old blood, and he's got the new Colossus. That those the, a lot of those Wolfensteins are not hailed as great projects. She's a transactional New Yorker. She's an orphan. She's very angry, and her purpose in life is to figure out the puzzle of who she is. When you become twenty-one, something happens where you really want your own identity, and when she finds herself going to a portal to this land of Thea, it's like she's confronted by that. She's confronted by who am I, and this cultural clash that's set up between her character Frey and the land is wonderful. You know what I feel like this is going to turn into? Have you ever seen... He's a capture artist, not a writer? Man, he's talking like a writer. He's a capture artist. Okay. He's he's really going deep into analyzing the character. <laughs> You're going to see her crip walk in the game. That's the only thing it tells me, says Trill Troll. The writing in the Wolfenstein games was top-notch. A lot of those Wolfenstein games were not received very well. 
One of the Sony Nintendo showcases. The Nintendo showcase already happened. I really want Lono to say, "What?" It, I don't even know how to say it. Sue Wu. That would make my whole month. It would make my whole year. I don't even know what that is. Only Youngblood was received badly. I don't think so. Old Blood got a 76. What was the one that I'm thinking? <clears throat> yeah, maybe it's New Order. One of those did very poorly, not just New Blood. Yeah, no, New Order was the good one. What was the other one? One of the mainline Wolfensteins like got shredded. I remember it. Was it the New Colossus? The new Colossus looks like it got good reviews, but then the users didn't like it. Yeah, it's pulling sixes and sevens from the users. Maybe it was new Colossus, and then the new blood with the chicks didn't do very well at all. CEO of Burger Shot. Full of the exaggerated swagger of a black teen. What is that? Bad voice acting. Lono's gonna go from saying Su Wu to talking about young no. Yeah, Youngblood did terribly. I'm a big Wolfenstein fan. I hated that game. I remembered it was, I think it was New Colossus. I thought New Colossus got like ripped for some reason. Can anyone else picture Lono bumping Wu-Tang on the soccer practice field? That wouldn't work. I'd get in trouble. I'll definitely shove the kids down. Bow! Woo dang! <laughs> like he did in Chappelle's show. I'll shove the kids down. Yeah, Weez, I I'm not catching what you're showing me here. Were people reviewing Miles Morales and making similar statements? The scriptwriter really wrote that line and said, This is it. <laughs> watch the clip. I don't want to watch the clip. I'm streaming. <laughs> I don't want to watch the clip. 
<laughs> oh man. It's 11 seconds, you baby. Yeah, but I don't want it in my broadcast. I don't want it in my broadcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, give me a second here. Uh, let's see. Today is Tuesday. I'll set this for... Yeah, that. Um. Ah, uh, we can set it for a little bit earlier, actually. What's Wu Tang? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's an amazing. It's just an amazing Chinese restaurant. Ask your friends. How to find Wu-Tang. They'll tell you. Ask around. <laughs> How do I find... Yeah, nothing to f- with. That's right. <laughs> that is right. Oh, this thing is still in draft. All right, hang on. <clears throat> okay. Looks ready to me. Schedule. Bow. <laughs> Bow. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me when Chappelle says that. Bow. He has such a way of enunciating and screaming. It's like my favorite. is going on members only Tuesday stream details today gaming should be in members only uh <clears throat> why is it not showing up in the freaking playlist Is it because I'm literally not logged in? Can I only see it if I'm logged in when it's scheduled? Gotta be freaking kidding me. Okay. Okay. It's not Tuesday, it's Tuesday. Need more British with it? It's Tuesday. Okay. (laughs) 
All right. That's set. I'll fix that in a moment. I'll leave that open. So, if you guys have enjoyed this coverage, we are going to head over to a reaction video. Me reacting to an article from The Gamer about this. It's scathing. Okay? They're really, really harsh. And so, I thought it would be a good way to end the discussion. To, like, actually wrap and kind of connect the last talk show of the day with a reaction video. When we're done with that reaction video, it will bring you back here for the members only stream. Or if you're not, you know, if you're not a member, become one right now. You know, we gifted a ton of members today. We hit 1500 members. So this Friday night, my wife and I are going to have to play genital jousting. You're not going to want to miss that. So if you're a member, make sure you have noties turned on, make sure you're in our discord. So you don't miss any of the content. So we are getting ready to go over, uh, to this uh, this reaction video. I'm also going to hit the Discord with the announcement. As soon as we get over there, I will push the video live. It says that it's like scheduled for like 2.30 or something, okay? I'll instantly premiere it once we get over there. If live redirects don't traditionally work well for you, uh, then do me a favor. Uh, do me a favor. You can uh, you can click the link in chat. The link in chat will take you there. Sometimes, uh, sometimes people don't it just doesn't work right and so you can use the link in chat instead of writing the redirect and so we appreciate you guys supporting this brand new uh reaction channel yes we will have members after we will have members after i will bring you back it's already set to redirect you back here when we are done uh over there so it should bring you back over here for the members only stream if it doesn't there'll be a link in the discord it'll be the featured video okay so Click the link in chat or ride the redirect. This uh, this stream should take you over there. Hopefully you guys enjoy my reaction. Hopefully you enjoy that channel and the content. I did the one with uh, reacting to ginger stuff. And then I'll see you in members only shortly.